Uh huh. You want an egg on this hash, baby? Because we're about to rehash the past. Ooh. 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 You mean like what we do every single week when we talk about an episode of TV from like seven years ago or? Kind of like it, yeah. But no, I mean on this challenge this week, it's the Rue Hollywood stories. Honey, oh yes, honey. This episode is full of questionable impressions of Michelle Visage or Michelle Visage. Visage. Uh, French, Merle, the French. Merle Ginsburg and RuPaul. Mm-hmm. Runway looks are to die for. You'll be gasping for air. And don't forget a super bonus size pit crew sighting. And they're pulling some scary monsters out of their trunks. You know why just I'm gasping in case for briefs. air. Honey, it's the pit crew. It's time for another episode of Race Chaser. Classic. Forever. Hello. Hello. And welcome back to Race Chaser, Race Chaser Classic, Classic. <laughs> a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. Oh, you won't oh, lip sync like, it this week. I said, what is she waiting for? <laughs> she says, my name's Alaska. What's yours? It's clearly there. It's not my line. <laughs> You guys, I didn't warm up. You guys, I'm just going to lip sync it. This is the beginning. <laughs> I'm going to plug uh, it in from friends. My name's Alaska. What's yours? Hello, I'm Willem. Oh, you're a stateside doll now, are you? Honey, stateside sissy. She crossed. Uh, she crossed uh, over the Atlantic. She crossed oceans, continents. <laughs> 20 <laughs> hours of travel yesterday, but we're here. We're, we're here to deliver oh you the classique. Uh, you want to know what happened last week on classique? If my love was an ocean. Lindy would have to take two planes to cross it. <laughs> yeah, so I want to find out. Drowsy We're, Chaperone? What is that? That's from, uh, I think it's a fake movie inside Home Alone. Uh, Got it. Home Alone 2. Okay, the obscure uh, reference. Right. Alaska Obscura. Okay, anyway, yeah. last week, the dolls were snatching <laughs> trophies at the Despy Awards after recreating classic mm-hmm. red carpet fa- fashion moments out of paper, mm-hmm. which we're going to also do. The queens okay. worked in pairs to come Recyclable. up with comedy bits <laughs> for the Despy Awards. And Rue and Pearl had one of the most memorable face-offs in history, the walkthrough showdown. But Girl. Rue didn't really pop off. She kept her producer hat on and let the drama linger. And then a shocking twist that somehow played into story producing, Pearl and Max won the challenge. Uh, Kasha versus Candy. Kasha hit yeah. it. She did. She had a cocktail. Uh, it, right. It was time for a cocktail at home, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. With Mr. Kasha uh, Davis. Right. Tell Mr. Kasha Davis that mama's coming home. <laughs> uh, so we this get week... an ever classy uh, mirror message from uh, Ms. Kasha, Mrs. Kasha Davis. Sorry, not Ms. Um, be good to yourself. Be kind to one another. Love to the moon and back, MKD. Oh, I like her. I yeah. really like her. I always have. Very classy. Uh, Violet told classy. the other girls that she's uh, worried about how she's going to come across. And uh, she's trying not to be so shady in her um, interactions with the girls after winning the Despy Award for Shadiest Queen last week. Right. And she says that, she's like, everything I say is like, you know from humor or truth. And the problem yeah. is it's like 5% humor, 95% truth. You need to like be funny enough that you can read the girls too while you're doing it. Yeah, and she's, put in she's, a teaspoon. She's not at that stage yet right now with her people people skills. Now she yeah. is. Now she's fun at parties and she's great and she could probably have herself falling off that hoop by soon enough. I'm going on beat down. Um, Wait, what happened? She fell off her hoop, girl. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Like, she'll be fine. Oh she might be hurt God. right now, but she'll be fine. So we'll give it a month. But, like, she'll bounce back. Well, you know, Shangela is on We're Here fucking death dropping. So anus thing is possible out there. Recovery can happen. Jackie Beat has two new hips. She's going to need a third. I have two new hips. They're not mine. <laughs> Elijah. Um, yes, Candy is forever uh, established as the elder assassin because she sends home the uh, 
the the older girls. Here's the thing. She said it, and now story is making it come true. They're saying, like, bitch. Never mind. I'll save that for the end. Yeah, we don't want to give away any spoilers for those who haven't know who seen won the this episode. Season? I don't I don't know. You never know. Um uh, fame was fame and Pearl are having a little bit of attention uh, that only fame is aware of. And fame is like, you know, I just can't. I think her energy is toxic. She's not grateful. Uh, And Miss Fame is uh, really fixating on it, as we will see throughout this episode. You know what? I think they're giving fame like a foil, which really works for the TV show. And in real life, it may not have been as evident, but it, you know, she's a pretty person. They need to give her some problems. And we have to remember that Max also won the challenge. But in this beginning opening scene, you barely see Max. It's all about Pearl. So, I mean, sometimes having a little bit of drama, tension, conflict works for you on this yeah, show. I agree. Well, the next day, Max is making himself known because he comes in with a fucking tiny little umbrella. We lo- Tiny top hats and tiny umbrellas. We love them. Girl, uh, I'm not mad at a little workroom dressing, but honey, there's no sun in there or rain. No weather of any sort. <laughs> well, the girls are talking. They're getting blue. And leave it to Katya. She says, so who among these queens do you want to fuck? Meanwhile, you know that was a work prompt from producers. You think? Oh, yeah. They okay. didn't give you stuff to talk about every morning. Uh, I, Well, sometimes they would pull someone aside and be like, hey, what? Why don't you why don't you set this up? Yeah, and why don't you set this up, baby. You know, why don't you ask we'll the girls what, what really happened last week? <laughs> hey, Miss Cracker, tell them how you slept last night. <laughs> right. <laughs> tell Angina how sleep. you slept. Help me sleep. Uh, this this uh, part is, is total setup, yeah. Max is not feeling it though. Max is like, these queens are being very vulgar. She said, we're not talking about that. She's. We're not talking about sex, and you know this is made to look Mac, made to make Max look like a prude, or you know, like she's not playing along. But I kind of feel this. I kind of feel Max. I feel Max what? in this episode. I do. Why? But if she doesn't you had your want dick out to, in the workroom helicoptering, <laughs> that was you my. Dumb, that was my whore. choice. That was my choice, though. And if someone wanted to be like, you know what? I don't want to talk about it. I don't think we should be like, oh, what a prude. What a loser. It's like, no, she's allowed to not like talk about if she's a top or a bottom and who she wants to fuck if she doesn't want to. Okay, HR. Great. What? HR puffin' yeah, stuff. You're right. Thank it's you. fine. It's fine. But just like. Keep it pumping. Nobody needs to know that you're no fucking fun. You're talking with drag queens. They're your, you know, this is what we do. We're miscreants and like we miscreants. were. I think, but whatever. It's miscreant. Fine. I think Just I did a say- show with her once at Tentacles. <laughs> she, oh, her thumb drive is still there. Tell her to come get it. Oh, I will. I will. She left it. Yeah. And it's one of those 60 gigs. We get a video message from RuPaul, which says, Hey, queens. Hey, queens. A lace front wig has a front and a back. There are three sides to every story. Yours, mine, and the tea, Miss Thing. And sometimes the truth is 100% unbelievable. Ooh, is that something about wigs? That's something about wigs. It's a wig challenge. Um, I... It's a wig challenge. Now, do you, do you know the difference between the front and the back of a wig? This is the front, and this is the back. Honey, the, the note must have fallen out of a hole in my old brown overcoat. Um, because RuPaul is reading my life because I was on a gig where the wig was styled. It, it was backwards. Backwards. And a wig is not a palindrome. You can't just flip it around and have it be the same. Typically, it's one no. letter away from it. Right. Um, Turn the wigs around. You need a new look? I mean, you, you certainly got it. Oh, it was the same look, but it looked like I had been underwater and then came up out of the pool and then didn't touch my hair. It just dried around me, but somehow the base tease was still there. It was unfortunate. But people people make mistakes and it's fine. Yeah, um, it's totally fine. Rue comes into the workroom and she gives the girls a treat. Honey, 
because the supersized pit crew follows her in <laughs> after. They're playing a game called Monster in His Pants. And it's yes. a bulge guessing game. Poor Max. Um, with points and inches right. and monsters and so many rules. You get to freeze the monster once you collect a certain amount of points so you don't bust. You freeze your points. Mm-hmm. Well, you see, you get to spin your choice. And the game is called Spin Your Choice. <laughs> uh, that's from King of the Hill. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but... Peggy Hill makes up a really complex game <laughs> that is impossible <laughs> to follow. Um, this, Wait, Peggy uh, well, Hill made up All Stars One, uh, right? Exactly. This, there's a red buzzer. No one will ever use it except once. Uh, the rules are unclear, but no, you you have to freeze your points in this game, which I think the girls didn't really catch on because they were distracted by Dick. Mm-hmm. Um, Distractions you know, happen. I mean legitimately so there's a bevy of i um, mean throbbing just in case panties honey let me tell you about some of these men we got robbie we got jacob we got jose joey paro we got uh bryce we got jason carter bryce um, dallas howard <laughs> no um, but but a redhead also a redhead. Uh, oh yeah every redhead is named bryce prove mm-hmm. us wrong write in letters but mdm miles every... davis moody Every redhead is named Bryce. Um, now, Ooh, Kyle, they use their real names because they didn't fit on the hats, dumbass. Oh my gosh! Not Kyle Goffney, looking gorgeous. Who else? We got Montana Volby, Jacob. Yeah, everybody's there. I would like to know how many of these supersized pit crew members you know intimately. This you month, do know, you do know their first names, <laughs> honey. Oh, I, I got, know his name. I got socials on some of them. <laughs> Actually, one a couple of the names uh, misplaced my brain, um, like their dicks did when they hit my throat. But uh, two, I couldn't figure out them all, so I had to call the only person I knew who knew more dick in Hollywood. And I was like, Brad, excuse me, Mr. Hammer. <laughs> oh, Brad Hammer, he filled me in on two of the names. And I bet he's been filled in on a couple of things, too. Oh, my heavens. <laughs> Look at well- the man. This is a fun mini challenge, and the girls get to wait outside, which this sparked a memory for me because we did a couple of challenges where we where we got to wait outside mm-hmm. while one of the girls goes in and does the challenge. And I, I always found waiting outside in the hall really, really fun. We just, like, waited in the stairwell because you had to be out of earshot of the studio. So it was just the girls just sitting around in the hall in the hallway in the stairwell, and I remember it being really fun. Stairwell sissies, freeze your points before you get the monster. So divas, Gin- Ginger's the only one who freezes her points, and she wins as according to the edit. Um, Katya says she wants to blow them all, which valid, valid. She points. does. She sneaks it into the edit. Uh, yeah, Ginger. I feel like. It would be the girl you want on your team if you went on The Price is Right. Like, if I was on The Price is Right, I would be looking in the audience for Ginger Minge because mm-hmm. she would know the exact price of everything. Like, I feel like she's good at this type of game. Honey, you know she grew up in her grandma's um, in her grandma's house <laughs> in a recliner next to her grandma eating spaghetti sandwiches during the afternoon and watching game shows. <laughs> Supermarket you know. sweeps. Honey. Yeah, so good for Ginger. Uh, she sweep. Gets- <laughs> clean sweep. She gets clean, to pick clean dairy aisle, clean freezer aisle, clean produce, clean, clean supermarket clean, sweep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take a break and tell you about the maxi challenge after this. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And the food, delicious. My 
Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. And then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. So you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag 50. and use code drag50 drag 50. to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code drag50 50 at factormeals.com slash Drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Are back for Miss Maxine Challenge. We uh, are. Ginger won the mini challenge, so she gets to pick the teams of three. And for this, they're acting in Rue Hollywood Stories. Whatever happened to Merle Ginsburg's? Yes. Which, yet again, this is the season where they're really leaning into the mythology of Drag Race. The lore. Re- right. Referencing older seasons. And we all knew that Merle Ginsburg was a judge for two seasons and then mysteriously was replaced by Michelle Visage. This is making fun of because everyone is wondering, oh, who, what happened? How? Ooh, what, what did Willem do? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I talked about um, this in my notes that I wrote to myself. Okay. Uh, season seven of Drag Race became so much more self-aware. They stripped mm-hmm. a lot of the artifice, which is funny for a show about drag, by moving untucked to the backstage instead of the, the fake set, you know? Yes. In an office building in Culver City. It really became... It, the monster was going to eat its own head if it didn't. And now the monster is producing its own new heads, I feel like, because it allowed itself to become self-aware, do whole episodes about the shade rattle and like, you yeah. know, girl, Violet talking about being shady in this episode and then yes. illustrating it with the shade rattle. Like, yes. it's, Drag Race Season 7 um, really did that for me in terms of producing, I thought. Totally. Totally. Podcasting. And- and I always thought, I always remembered this episode as being very strange and not making any sense. But rewatching it, I actually really liked this challenge. I it's thought it great. had a it, lot of potential. It just solidifies everything that, like, it's a good TV show. You know, it's well yes. made. Uh, Ginger gets to pick these teams, and mm-hmm. she picks a dream team of Kennedy and Katya. T. Does. Uh, Max goes with Violet and Candy. Mm-hmm. And then Fame, Jaden, and Pearl are all teamed up. Fame and Pearl. I see sparks. I see tension. I like it. Only in my the producer hat. My, I'm putting my producer hat on, and I see tension. I see sparks. I see drama. Did so you take that hat home in season five? <laughs> I don't. Maybe I have no idea where it is. Came that your from. barnyard bill? I don't believe so because he didn't wear a hat. He didn't. He wore, oh. he wore a little spike in his hair. Oh, podcasting. Uh, right, podcasting. Um, Violet is annoyed that it's another acting challenge. She's like, I hate having to learn lines and say words and work with people who aren't just myself. Honestly, I hear her. I get it. You didn't go to Drag Race to be on a team with somebody that you don't right. really know or work with. So I understand her frustration. Yes. And they're really hammering home her edit with this, all the blaséness in this For episode. sure. 
I think. Uh, we get a little product placement for boobs for, for queens. queens. That's boobs for, for queens. queens. Remember when breastplates were like a, the newest thing? Everybody was confused by Chanel. And her snakes. Oh my god, we were all blown. We were like, how does she have the downtime to recover from breast surgery? What color matte the- contour is that? Oh my god, really? And now, you know, you can't even go on Canada's Drag Race without one of those full body, up to the neck, fucking mm-hmm. exact, realistic, photo real, suits. Honey, I'm wearing the three titty one on uh, the Christmas tour. I'm gonna give it to him. I'm gonna show so many people three titties <laughs> this Christmas. This titmas. <laughs> <laughs> Ross Matthews is the director slash therapist. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll get to that. Um, can, what did you think of Kennedy's RuPaul? Uh, I thought that um, Kennedy's RuPaul was a choice at first. It was like so. She was like doing her like AJ and the Queen acting, and then I was like, "No, this is just bad on its own. This could do bad all by itself. It doesn't need an intention behind it." It was just, I think, her trying too much to remember the lines yes. and not giving a performance, not knowing yes. which camera she was in because they show her looking all wall eyed at the wrong camera. Right, um, but that's very much what was happening. Other and than that, it's hard to learn a scene in yeah. while you're doing your makeup and getting dressed and figuring out what you're team is doing it's Plus, hard the girls were also probably told it's like each true hollywood where they reenact but it would mostly right. be voiceover you know so they probably mm-hmm. like when Jaden pearl and fame when they couldn't remember their lines at all they just told them obviously fill the beat you know the story you may not know the words but that's why they were saying gibberish words right right uh, that's what exactly. I thought. In the final cut, that's all they could show was the gibberish words. And uh, there was one like, my um, my somebody made you some potato salad or something. Like, <laughs> Pearl says it to Ginger. We'll see it in the challenge, but like, it's really weird. <clears throat> did you see, did you hear that, Dip? I, I feel like that's what I commented when you watch it. It's like, Michelle's had a point of view and Merle's had a point of view, but Rue's story didn't yeah. make any sense it was like i love a time traveling film with the female lead don't ever put this tuna in my potato salad like it just became gibberish because i think rue is saying none of it matters oh really i thought that they were like katie perrying like during the demo sessions she was just filling in the the beats i wish that that was the explanation but i think that was the script that's funny <laughs> I don't. I mean, it is a little confusing. The time traveling movie with a female lead. I guess they're talking about this whole scene is about going back in time and talking about something. So I guess that's what it's about, but I'm not putting that pieces together until we're having this conversation. Watching it was unclear. Um. So again, top-notch writing in a skit on Drag Race. We we tune in for the top-notch writing. We do. Um, Verse top-notch. I, again, agree with Max on a few things here. Max says we need a positive group attitude. You shouldn't be saying, oh, I can't do her. I don't know her. I'm not going to do her. I don't like her. You should be like, honey, put me in any role and I can make it work. Well, I think some of the girls were intimidated by the amounts of uh, chunks of dialogue that they were going to have well, to learn. Yeah, that's real. So I understand trying to get out of doing something that you don't think you'll succeed at. Yes. But, um, and the- again, I also agree with Max that we're seeing the story in her scene from Michelle Visage's point of view. So that's why Max was playing Merle as sort of this like kind of haggard, kind of scary version of her. Yeah, I get it. Um, I didn't agree with it, I, but I get it. Um, I what I don't get is Candy's wig. This Rula, this no. Oh, she didn't want to get got, a rat tail comb and tuck oh, those edges. You got a Morgan McMichael's glue, glue your stick your hairline, and you can do the Tammy Brown where you glue stick the back of your hairline. Uh-huh. Have you ever done that? No. Now you can use got to be glued, but in the olden days, I've seen Tammy Brown all around the back of her head, glue sticking upwards and then treating it like an eyebrow. It's water soluble. Easy to get out at least. Yeah. Um, I I thought that that there was going to be more 
we can talk about this in the end. Never mind. There was a point where um, Pearl was suggesting like scissoring moments on the floor, <laughs> which yeah. I thought would have been great. Jaden shot her down. She's like, oh, we don't want to go off script. I need to win this. I don't want to be a fool again. Like Shakespeare. Right. I think that Pearl was suggesting great reenactment bullshit stuff like be reels. Because they had to come up with that scene for yeah. the the security camera caught everything. And then it then you're supposed to come up with the most Playing absurd poker. thing you uh-huh. can think of. And I, I like that Pearl was doing that and they showed it. But like, yeah. why did they show? It's confusing how they set this up. But they're really hammering home that Jaden is going to be in the bottom this week, it seems. Because they have yeah. it in the setup. They have her saying she doesn't want to. You know, and then on set, Rue Ross says to Jaden, he says, the intro is the girls walk in, Jaden, uh, Pearl, and Fame. And then Ross says, so you have a lot of lines. This really relies on your shoulders. And then Jaden <laughs> says, yeah. And then they cut to the scene. Okay. Like, they're really setting Jaden up. Like, they were telling every viewer, hey, this girl, she she might be in the bottom. <laughs> Keep might an wanna... eye on this gal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you think doing RuPaul <laughs> is hard? I think it is. Because I see all these girls trying to do a RuPaul impression, and I think it's hard. I think she's so iconic that if you don't make it immediately funny, because she's already funny on her own, so making her even funnier is hard to do. Yeah. So you have to do something crazy or wacky like Jessica Wilde and make it redonk. Right. Or it might not read, especially when you're doing it to her and she has the ability to give you that stone cold Carter smile where you just see her bottom teeth. She's like, eh, thank you. <laughs> so I think I think doing RuPaul is a risk. Always. I mean, but you I... miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. And these girls could Jaden could have gone bigger. I feel like she tried to stay in her energy when she said, I don't know my line. Like and just fill yes. the space, which I commend. But like. Doing Rue on Rue's show is hard. And I thought, maybe I'm out of line. I thought Jaden's RuPaul, out of the three RuPaul's... Was the best one. Was the best Rue. It had I, it had the least stilted, like, uh, like cringe right. to it. I thought, yeah. but I, I also thought, thought that Kennedy bodied it. Like, if, if it was just reenaction, she was fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, the next day, the girls are I told... Just, well, first, I just want to... I just... Oh, I yeah. came Fame. here with really high expectations of myself, and I wanted to be really professional. And now I just... I feel like I'm not. And, Ross, can you help me talk through this? I like this part. I like that she said, I just need a timeout. And then by the time yeah. she was talking for a minute and a half, she said, should I just keep it pumping? Should I just... <laughs> like?" Should I just shut up and keep you going? Am I wasting your yeah. time? She's like worried that the crew is going to get a meal penalty or something. But I like this. I think this this um this is like one of the good part about good parts about recovery is that like it teaches you to talk through more stuff a lot of times. Tea. Um so I think that this is a wonderful moment that the show actually showed like the the true mind fuck that it is being there sometimes and having to excel at stuff that you're not good at. And you're not yes. a professional at just because you are given a challenge. So I love this moment of the show. I do too. And you have to keep in mind being in the environment of drag race is designed to make you feel insane. You're All sleep deprived. Shows. Yes. You're sleep deprived. You're overworked. You're put into situations that you have to, way too much to do and way too little time by design. And so her verbalizing this, you know, it's, it's made to look like, oh, she's being extra. She's being crazy. But it's like, no, this is how everybody is feeling. Yeah. And she was giving voice to it in a humorous and vulnerable way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the okay, next what? day. Well, why don't we take a break? Oh. And then it'll be the next day when we Honey, come back. Sunrise, sunset. TV magic. <laughs> This is a sort of she was burned, um, but uh, she was a hooker. Um, but but then she was um, she, she might be burned. She uh, morph- uh, morphosized into. So this is the famous Kennedy famous Kennedy Davenport um, uh, electricized chicken uh, <laughs> showgirl carnival costume, which yes. I am now the proud owner of. <gasps> 
pictures on Race Chaser Pod. Honey, these these pieces can't just go into the hands of of anybody. So it's on display at the um the Palm Springs drag airbnb which anybody can go rent and go see you can't try this one on she's locked up but she's yeah. there she's she's bodied on the mannequin kennedy's face is there i am obsessed with this it's one iconic. of them it's so iconic and this is the part of the when there's something so good they have a lead up to it they announce the runway is uh death becomes her and yes. they announce they just cut to kennedy saying like well it's starting with a maybe a burning like trying to explain what she has in her bag. And at one point she says, it's going to morphosize into a glamazon. But before that, it's like a night of hooking. So she's she's figuring it out as the day goes what's happening. She is. Uh, and she's getting she's... ready. She's getting painted. The girls are talking about an untucked how um, some of them stay in the mirror two and a half hours and come away with a red lip and a dot on their face. Okay. All right. So the these are mirror are chats today. The girls are also Jaden is... Uh is expressing her own sort of journey with her family and coming out and, you know, being her authentic self with her family and the expectations they have of her. Um, and it's it's a very touching moment with, with Jade and Dior Fierce getting to know her a little bit more. I think they know she does drag now. Well, I mean, it's a hit TV show. Ariana Grande's on it. Her everything. Well, why don't we get into the mainstay? Let's do it. Ooh, honey. RuPaul. Oh, classic Ru. This pic- you know what Ru does. She gets pictures of every look she does. And then if she's feeling it, it becomes the cover of the DragCon promo. Yes, or- that's what this is. This is DragCon 2000. Because I remember I remember having to flip it over to sign the back. Because I think like I was in the back somewhere. And just mm. looking at it every time going like, God damn gorgeous. And this might be the look the Christmas ornament's based on too. Hair-wise. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful updo work uh, by Matthew on this. You could tell it was styled upside down. It's like windswept. (sighs) How else do you do windswept so well other than gravity helping? You know, just just beautiful. And I love the dress too. It has this cascading. It's hunter green, and it has these cascading like floral bursts of like shiny mylar. Like fucking, Mm -hmm. uh, it's sickening. It's a really, really great look on RuPaul. The The runway category is Death Becomes Her, Death by Drag, How Did Your Drag Character Die, and Show Us on the Runway by Wearing Underwear. <laughs> uh, or, or a dance costume and a blazer. Uh, first up it, to the runway, we have Katya as um, Tara Reid in Sharknado. Conceptual, yes. hilarious. Uh, well when, executed. I, yes. When when you think of when you make a list of really memorable, iconic drag race runway looks, this has got to make the list mm-hmm. because it's funny. It meets the prompt yep. more than anybody else. Uh, and she also looks really pretty. So this is like classic Katya, really, really fierce. I love this. Oh, and great. I was in Sharknado. <laughs> well, uh, part six or seven? Uh, I can't remember. I think it's, <laughs> I don't know. I so booked. Okay, so booked. Uh, um, Ginger, Ginger Minge. Minge. <laughs> what? Ginger Minge got the great idea to wear velvet and fur and color spray in July in the valley because she is a bear, a person who got eaten by a bear. And yes. I think I think it's funny. I think it's cute. Um, whether appropriate, no. Well, it is- reads it reads a little like <coughs> I'm gonna put on a bear snuggie and and a dress. And yeah, I, I feel I feel like if this had feet, like brown bear feet, like and then she was ripping through the stomach yes. of the bear coming out, that yes, would yes, have yes. been the season 14 version of this because this would not fly right. for season seven. But she's right. selling it. She's beautiful. She's giving it. Um, never have I wanted the sh- the sh- shoe painted red more. Oh, okay. On the walkway because it's just red and bare, and it's and it's not. The rhinestone bare teeth are appreciated, though. Thank of course. you, Ginger Minge. And I love that she did this, and I love that she chose a method of death that is impactful and clear, and the- and a nod to her community, the bears. <laughs> exactly. 
Um, next, we have Glamazon Bitch ready for the runway who had crystallized Kennedy Davenport. Uh-huh. Honey. See, after a long night of hooking, Trey didn't like the session. So he had gutted me and set me on fire. But he didn't know I didn't die. I had crystallized. And now I'm a glamaz and now I'm a glamazon ready for the runway, bitch. Yes. I love this. I want it on my I want it on my tombstone. I want it in my obituary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love this outfit. I love this performer. I love a Davenport. Everybody knows that. I just finished the tour with Raja. Shout out to her. Um yes. Kennedy is selling this. You could not tell her it was not on sale today. She looks lovely. Yes, she does look gorgeous. The makeup is really, really fabulous. She stoned her whole ass lips and her whole face. What was your question? What number would you do in this outfit? Um, Through the fire. Mm -hmm. And then in the middle of it, there would be chicken. (laughs) 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 Very that. It's Go outside and hook. (laughs) A mega mix. Yeah. Max. Max looking gorgeous. Austere glamour. Yes. Girl, she's wearing silk on the runway. I get that they're they're feeling like they're seeing one one sort of one side of Max, and I get that. But it's really she it's very well curated, very well executed. The makeup for as much as, you know, oh, she's not wearing very much makeup, she looks really, really stunning. Yeah, I mean, the bones are there. It's a it's an attractive face that she's got. She possesses. Yes. Um, I just I I cool. It's the same version but in white. There's like a D when there's a Dior ad right now where all the outfits are just white and mm-hmm. it's just like the cuts are great and everything's great and you see everything, but it's just like I there's nothing there detail wise to look at. It's just bland kind of. Okay. Which is fine, but I'm Girl, I need the blands have more fun. Legally bland. <laughs> Gentlemen prefer Fur blands. Bland blasition. Bland Devereaux. Uh, we have Candy Ho coming up next. She's a vampire, which technically vampires are dead. And so her method of death was she became a Bram Stoker's. Uh, vampire. Yeah, this train bothers me. It's like round. Okay. It's like the train isn't trainy enough. Right. If that makes sense. She looks fine. I don't understand why her hands are dirty. Maybe she... Um, Color spray? Well, maybe she... Uh, wait, are they gloves? Are they no, hand gloves? they're just dirty. Like, she look. dug herself up out of the grave? Yeah, maybe she was, like, locked in the coffin and she had to get out. Girl, let the dress tell the story, not the story right. tell the story. This, this unfortunately, doesn't hit the prompt. I mean, she looks cool and After she looks Kennedy, sexy. After Kennedy, I'm like, no, she, no story. <laughs> After I recited a story. I'm a hypocrite, I know. Shut up. It doesn't hit the prompt because it isn't instantly clear what happened to make her die. Whereas the next person coming up, Miss Fame, it's very clear and beautifully executed. Oh. She has a knife through her head. The asymmetrical earring on one side through her head. It's just very Girl. like fashion illustration or Tay, Bob Mackie, gorgeous. Just it's everything. Fame. It's giving me Daphne Guinness evening in space. Mm-hmm. Uh, tight silver finger wave fucking helmet hair. The makeup is always untouchable on fame. Mm-hmm. Beautiful dress with blood, with the knife through the head, a very clever, clear, inventive death method. I love this. Top marks for Miss Fame. Eleven On this. Elevens across the board. Huh. See, I Pearl. thought Pearl. Pearl comes out, and she's her presentation is very death becomes her. Like the girls yes. that have fallen down the stairs, it's mm-hmm. giving straight up death becomes her. And presentation wise, she's the only one to reference the movie like that. So I appreciate that. I know you love the movie. So did you get yes. that too? Well, I wonder 
if maybe they didn't tell them death becomes her as the prompt, maybe they just told them like de- death or like your 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 drag character but dead. Because if they said death becomes her, I feel like everyone would be Madeline Ashton or Helen Sharp or you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. But um, she had said in Untucked that uh, her original way, drag way to die mm-hmm. was death by tanning. So, but that was used in the Rue parody episode. So this is what she had just whipped up with whatever she had there. So I don't think death becomes her was the prompt, but it, she made it work. I thought because it's clearly references that with her walking, her eye fluttering with the way the eye is fluttering, you know, the one guy becomes her whose eye, like, it's clear that like, this is thought out. It's well executed. I love the eye makeup. This is a different eye that we've seen on Pearl before. I feel like, or maybe it's just the, I, I feel like it's different paint. It's more Trixie-ish and bigger. And yeah. I thought this runway for her was great, even though her ass wasn't filled out. She's a skinny waif. I get it. But yeah. Kennedy has a problem with her her shape. She said well, BMW. And some of the other girls have a problem with the fact that basically she's just wearing underwear and then she added a few things and gave it a character. But sometimes on Drag Race, that's what you have to do. And honestly, I would rather see someone do that then rewear something that they wore in a different thing just because they had it. She took what she had and she was like, okay, I'm going to be like a, a woman who all of her fucking bones are broken. Ding, dang, dong. And she, she delivers it. And uh, I, I like it. Why are you mad though? I'm not mad. Me neither. Now, Jaden comes out as a thriller extra, basically. It's giving me <laughs> pure thriller. It's clear that she died. Um, in a prison situation of some sort, there's barbed wire. There's an orange cat suit with multiple holes. Yes, it, it's it's giving me Hooker. Hooker does Thriller at Halloween City. Yes, I I think it's very clear that she was in prison and then she climbed the fence and got fucked up by the razor wire and it's still all over her and her outfit is fucked up and she's all cut up and she really went. Dragula with the makeup like she went in and did like scars all over her face I applaud her for this and she made it herself too she did and uh, she's still in a very high heel yeah <laughs> after I was, all I was of th- this I was thinking that too I was like wouldn't she have a yard shoe on or like missing one shoe I don't know but she looks cool I always like Jaden's drag I think she's just really capital D-R-A-G mm-hmm. Violet comes out killing it. They the the waist, she says it's 18 or 19 inches. She has oxygen tank on a necklace. Mm -hmm. The I mean, this if Max did this, but in white, I would have been fine with it. You know, it just you need something exciting on the runway. Yeah, I need I want to be excited. And this excites me. Violet looks great. They show RuPaul just gasping, and then they cut away to Ariana Grande saying, Oh my god. Yeah. And we are all stunned by the ultra corseting that Violet is doing here, which is like one of those things in show business in vaudeville. It was like, how tiny can the waist be on the... She brings that element of burlesque and like classic and then modernizes it. And that's always been her point of view. Look at the heel, the shoe near the oxygen tank, how the the front of the heel curves out. Like she is... She is not here for your comfort at all. And this was the second time this season that she really came out of the runway and said, bitch, I am not fucking around. Yeah. Because the first time she did it was that reveal where she just like casual face, catalog face, and she does that reveal and gags us. This second time, she's literally gagging us. We need the oxygen tank. Like Violet did not come to fuck around this runway. And it's the cuntiest possible move to travel with a fucking oxygen tank on a fucking wheelie car. And that be like, part. yes, checked luggage. Mm. Thank you. Do you have any really flammable, fierce. any gases, any oh, uh, no. lighters? No. no. That's my hairspray. Put it back. <laughs> um, this, so this runway was great. Um, really I, great. I was pleased by it. What is with the actual fighting between Michelle and Merle? That's they're very leaning into like they're always cutting eyes at each other and like and even RuPaul is like watch your back. <laughs> no, no, really, watch your back. watch your back. And it's like not even a laugh line. It's just like actually like 
and they keep setting up this like actual feud between these two women, which I, I miss thought was us, funny. Merle. <laughs> and then Michelle's like, <laughs> there is there is a lot of that. There's uh, Michelle giving Nooch a lot. At one point, she does smile, but it's after her Hollywood thing airs, and she mm. looks at Merle and goes, ha ha ha. But at the end, the last shot in the credits, the second to last shot is Merle and her laughing at each other. But I think this perfectly plays into the mythology and the lore of Michelle being a total cunt. She's not. She can laugh at herself. And yes. she's fun. But, like, this was just perfect for the show season seven, you know? Yes. Uh, Which Rue Hollywood story <laughs> team would you have wanted been on? Oh, my goodness. I don't. <laughs> because we're wa- think... watching these, I would definitely want to be on Ginger Kennedy Katya. Because yeah. Ginger and Kennedy were both so strong, and I thought Kachi yeah. was too. Kachi was absolutely gagged when she was told that she won because everybody thought that Ginger had won. Ginger's performance was a tour de force of Michelle. You know, I feel and like very memorable. And yeah, still Kachi's sort of mouth is agape when they tell her she won, but she yeah. won a two thousand dollar gift card to Fabric Planet. And Ooh, Fabric Planet. What are you gonna say, Dipper? Oh, do you want to hear the gibberish lines from the Rue? The sure. One Rue story? Yes, yeah, some, we something do. Something about potato salad. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's so weird. Happy Hanukkah, RuPaul. <laughs> my monkey made you this potato salad. <laughs> my monkey made me this potato salad. That's my favorite. What? It feels yeah. like they were just filling the space and telling the story because they couldn't remember any other lines. But your your option makes sense, too. Here are some more Ooh. wild lines. Yay, I love an emotional time travel movie with a strong female lead. That feels scripted. But what does in it relation mean? to what? She wouldn't, she, because this is a time travel movie and okay. they're all female leads and it's emotional. That, that okay. one makes sense. You two should talk. I have to get to the pit crew. <laughs> She drops character ever so briefly, and that is that is the death. Once a worm stole stole my credit card once. What? German tourists often wear sandals. Oh. German tourists often wear sandals is what Pearl says in response to that. Maybe someone can maybe someone can weigh in on this. Maybe my credit card once. German tourists often wear sandals. Oh. I mean, we have all these girls' numbers. We could text them. Maybe it's referencing the other scenes and lines they've said twice and then but it's gibberish versions of the lines saying that maybe it's like it's indicating that RuPaul doesn't hey, understand. In the RuPaul Ru Hollywood stories were the gibberish lines you said about this monkey made you a potato salad. Were those scripted or did y'all come up with them because you couldn't remember your lines? Question mark. Also, Jaden looks sickening as RuPaul. Not mad. She has those little. Remember the dress that Ru wore? It was black with the purple, with the red flowers in the hair like that. Yes. And then there's like a a mud bath, swimming pool fight. Cranberry. It's jelly cranberry sauce. It makes a great food fight item. Oh God. And I guess it's funny that Pearl and Fame are in the swimming pool together when they've been having all this. Tension between so tension. Wild. Tension. Right. We can take a break on that. Okay, we'll take a break on that one. We have an intel alert. From what? Oh. Pearl. Pearl okay. said it was scripted. I would not say that. <laughs> We've okay. got it. S- I loved it, bitch. It was funny. Monkeys make me potato salad too. Okay. Uh, the- <laughs> we want to let you know that <laughs> Canada's drag race is still going on. Uh, have you been watching Canada? I know you're very you're busy and you're over the seas. And- yeah, um, I really like Beth. Have okay. you been watching Canada? Wait, Beth? Yeah. I Beth have some- been watching Canada. Beth something. Beth? Uh-huh. Beth. Okay. 
Maybe I haven't been watching closely. Did she go home early? Are you fucking with me? Oh, they're done filming. They're all home now. They filmed Canada's Drag Race in um, in two hours. <laughs> they, they did it so quick. It was a leap year during daylight savings time during an eclipse. That's how quick they, they did. did Canada's Drag Race. Beth was they Beth did. was a blip. Blippy Beth. Beth blip. Well, we're good. Beth blippo. I have been watching Canada and I've been enjoying it and it it is wild, wacky and wonderful mm-hmm. and um luckily we have the divas over on the chop, Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale giving us Canada coverage. So let's throw it on over to the chop the chop, 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 chop chop even if you get the chop for Beth. My name is Latrice Royale. And I am Manila Luzon. And this <laughs> is your UK Minute. <laughs> Jolly good. <laughs> um, it is the finale, girl. Ooh, top it's three. It's the last one. We got our top three. The girls are galvanized and ready for this crown. Um, and we get... A Christmas song. I'm excited about this. They're writing some lyrics. Mm-hmm. And then we get some eleganza looks. Eleganza. Yeah. And, then we, and then we crown our queen. And I love it. All so, right. Yeah. For more recaps of Canada's Drag Race and more. Oh, check out The Chop every Tuesday and Thursday here on The Mom Network. This is weird going back in time and watching this episode to a time where like Ariana Grande wasn't like the literal most famous person on the planet. I mean, she was still a very large star of of very large magnitude, but she barely has two lines in this whole episode. I disagree because when RuPaul was introducing the drag category for the runway, they cut to Ariana twice, just smiling, not doing anything. She's giving facial expression. I I, I think that they knew the magnitude of what was to come with her, especially because they filmed Victorious on the lot next to where Drag Race was filmed. So RuPaul knew, Mm. you know, she knew of this talent and this caliber. And she'd probably seen her on Broadway. I think, I think she's, I just like Ariana a lot. Sorry for I love Ariana. She was famous then. Of course she was famous then, but like nowadays it would be like, she would be the first episode of the season. She would dress up in drag and be in the workroom. Like it would be a whole episode about Ariana Grande if it was today. And in this moment, Mm, she's, she's just a guest judge. Yeah. Um, Merle was there too. She was guest judging and she said that she didn't like the impression that Max gave. Um, (laughs) it was too masculine. The exchange between Michelle and Ross is great where Michelle is like, uh, I, I'm just asking her to try something new, not change herself or try something different definition of changing yourself. And Michelle is just so not going to relent on this. No, she's not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you gotta show variety on Drag Race. I get it. I mean, I wore all blonde hair and I did fine. Um, Actually, I showed variety. I didn't wear hair once and I wore that black cat suit and I shocked Rue because the first thing I heard yeah. her say on the runway was, is that Willem? That so like, it's always good to surprise the judges because they can get bored just sitting there and surprising them worked in my favor on that one. I, I guess I'm saying Max should take his wig off next episode. Okay. And if he doesn't, he's going to go home. Maybe she will. And Merle calls it a skit. Mm-hmm. I mean, Thank you, Merle. The for call confirming. is coming from inside the house. Thank you for confirming what we've been saying for how many seasons of this show. Skits, oh, my that, goodness. Man, the acting was bad. Um, Violet says, is told her Michelle impression wasn't great, but her runway look and tiny waist were a hit with the judges. Ariana says, you may have been dying up there, but we were living. Very good. Very yeah, good stuff. Ar- Ariana is great in this episode. Um, uh, Max, Pearl, Violet, and Fame are the safe dolls, and the bottom two end up being Jaden Dior Fierce and, yet again, Candy Ho. Mm-hmm. Candy willed it into existence. They said, oh, you want to call yourself a lip sync assassin? We're going to give you a shot, too. And right. this lip sync, Break Free by Ariana, um, it was 
it was it was fine. It was I a, like this lip sync. Me too. It was choppy though. There was never like more than two seconds on the same girl ever at any point, which makes me think it was an even keeled lip sync because nobody did anything like amazing, fabulous. There was some floor pony work. Candy got yes. on the floor and she did pony work, which is a combo. Uh, Jaden definitely did a dance combo at the one point where her leg threw back. And then she, she did. She gave combo. I'm not mad. I love a combo. The pepperoni ones are great, but um, this... how to shoot a combo <laughs> and he don't know. Oh, he knows. Saw that hairline. It's candy. Do um, they know? Do they know? I, These are my I loved this lip sync. I thought that both of them are girls who, I, I mean, they don't really do splits or, you know, or flips or dips or anything like that. But it's still a very exciting lip sync. Um, Jaden left it all on the floor for Oh, us she burnt it. She said, I'm not packing my shit. Not right now. No, no, no. no. She no, no, gave no, no, it no, no. all. And um, and, and wa- rightfully so, she won the lip sync. And watching what happened before they went on stage with Candy saying to Jaden, who was like, you know, trying to get her emotions together. Cause she's like, I'm not emotional. I made fun of the door for crying. And now Jaden's or uh, Candy says to Jaden, just like, you know, whoever wins, wins. It's fine. This is just the beginning. It's really nice seeing Candy be like such a good team sport, you know, understanding they're making a TV show. Whoever Definitely. wins, wins. It's cool. Um, yeah. I liked it. Uh, Untuck says Untuck says a lot this well, week, but we'll let Ginger Minge tell her story a little before that. Yeah, we've been doing this for a few weeks now, but we haven't properly given her an introduction. Mm-hmm, but we'd like um, to. Going down to Gatorland, um, we had the pleasure of chatting with the one and only Ginger Minge mm-hmm. about her experience on season seven. And we're really thrilled that she's been with us these past weeks and she'll continue to join us and pop in, uh, for a little pop in number, pop up. um, each and every week for our play something off YouTube. Coverage. I'll dance to it. <laughs> season seven with the ad at mm-hmm. the beginning. She's neat, petite and ready to eat. She's got the gift of gab <laughs> and she's coming in hot with her ginger minge. Minge-fo. You did a Michelle Visage impression uh, on, hey. in, the, in that one challenge. Hey, I'm, Michelle, hey. I'm Sandra D. Uh, this is what I do. <laughs> is this an impression? Do you, I know you say you you don't do celebrity impersonations, but do you ever bring this one out, or was that was that the end of it on Rue Hollywood Stories? Oh no! I ended up doing it on the the Snatch Game Live on Battle of the Seasons. Oh, how could I forget the whole year after that? Oh my god, it was so much fun! I love doing it, but the I actually got a lot of people, including Jiggly Caliente, that were like, "When you go back to All Stars, you need to do your Michelle Visage." And I said, <laughs> "My Michelle Visage only works if I do it to Michelle Visage." Right, because she can't stop laughing. Yeah, and she's so offended by everything that I say. Like, that's, to me, that's the funny part of it. It's right. not, it's so ridiculous that I stand there in those flats with that horrible contour and that black spray going, hey, yeah, this is my thing, this is what I do. No, it's not Michelle Visage. But when you do that to her face and she can't, like, pull herself together, then that's what makes it funny. Okay. Now, now, did you watch Untucked? I did, which I feel weird because Ginger is so great in the Minchfo, and now we get to talk about her being shady and saying some things to some <laughs> girls and some things to other girls. It's and really, this, a pressure cooker in un- there at this point. Untucked shows a different Ginger Minge than RuPaul's Drag Race shows, and this is mm-hmm. this is um, it's she stirs. She the, is a she is a big spoon, and she's stirring the pot, my love. Mm-hmm. This Untucked, we also get the famous line, you know, after a long night of hooking, Trey didn't like the mm-hmm. session, so he had gutted me and set me on fire, but you know I didn't die. I had crystallized, and now I'm a glamazon bitch ready for the runway. Yes. And honestly, Katia, Kennedy, and Ginger sitting on a couch talking Kiki. shit Kiki. could be an hour-long miniseries. Well, girl, that's why all these uh, web web series now are just two girls talking shit. Yes. All of them. This is what we like. The Roscoe's um, episode recaps. Honey, <laughs> just put them on and you'll hear so much little stuff. A, a little says a lot there. Because just Jasmine Masters going, who is Alexis Michelle? 
<laughs> just like a little. Like she had no clue. Like you could tell some of the girls don't watch Drag Race. Raven called me a liar when I said I didn't watch Drag Race religiously because I didn't know that she had lip synced with Juju doing Dance With My Own. I, mm, in my head, that stars. was a detox song. I hadn't seen it yet. She's like, you're a liar. I was like, fuck you, bitch. If I'm home on a Monday, I'm watching Intervention, not fucking Drag Race, bitch. Fuck. Um, we this was before be DVR. Doing, we will be doing Painted with Raven recaps on a brand new podcast hosted by... No, I'm just kidding. I don't think we're doing that. But I I, I did watch the first episode of Painted it's with great. Raven. Flawless Shade I, is on it. One of my um, go-go boys is now a drag queen in Portland, and he's amazing. Honey, we love it. I, yeah. I found it very watchable and very enjoyable. And Me I too. And I can't wait to see what happens next. I'm going to see what happens next. Okay. Um, in Untucked, Ginger really hones in the fact three times that she thought she should have won the challenge. She says it three different okay. times in three different ways. Do you think the runway kind of took her down in the in the... Because her characterization was very strong and very memorable, and we still remember it to this day. Uh, But her runway wasn't quite as impactful. Do you think that's why she didn't take the win or because they wanted shade? Um, Or did you even know what to expect when you became a mother? Or I think that Ginger was a known top three by now at this point, and they didn't Mm. need to give her a win. They would rather have the conflict of her not having a win. Yes. I see that. I for Plus, sure Ginger's, see that. Ginger's runway, comical. Katya's runway, comical. Katya's runway, better. So Katya, ergo, win, maybe. Yeah. And I thought Katya's characterization with Merle, I mean, Merle is a hard character to do. It's not, it, it's not a, it doesn't have a big personality, this character. But she gave it nuance and she did a really good job uh, acting. Baby, so. it's, it's my Jessica Simpson versus Chad's Cher. You know, right. one, one's just smaller. Right, both, exactly. Both fine. We're getting a powder keg of tension. I mean, there's the the girls of size versus the thin girls. There's the the more uh the bitter old lady brigade versus the girls who have a new take on drag and uh people are like, "Oh, Max takes 2 hours to do her makeup, doesn't look like she's wearing anything. Some of these girls coming out in a bra and panty set." Same rip tights. Uh same rip tights. And Pearl also says in the confession chair, Ginger is one of the most unoriginal drag queens I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Who do you think you are? Which I don't, I, I don't think Ginger is unoriginal. So I disagree with Pearl in that moment. Ginger gives me theme park, not unoriginal. She gives me wholesome entertainment. Of yeah. Sometimes ideas may have been thought of before, but um, are they always uh, fresh out the hopper? Maybe not. But um, I, my favorite part about Untucked is when Candy says, you do not want to mess with me. Like under her breath kind of. And Pearl's like, wait, what? And Candy's like, you know. Like there's a part, there's a clip. And I, I can't say when, I can't say who, but it's very clear. She says, you do not. And before the lip sync, Candy pulls another girl. Uh-uh. Oh, she's like, the- out, out lip sync me, girl. Uh-uh. And then- the girls are popping all the way off in Untucked, uh, making it a very enjoyable, watchable season yeah. all around. This, this episode of this outro um, clearly made it look like Candy Ho was gunning for a poopery contract because her shit don't stink. She said, I'm going to go back to Puerto Rico and tell all the girls... I was here. Yes. You were not. I was right. rubbing it in all their faces. She says it. And I was like, but then at the end of Untucked, she's uh, she's humanized and she has like a uh, breakdown in the interview chair. And she is proud of herself not to be the first to go or, you know, and she or should second be. second or third. Exactly. And she really wants to take home that guy. I mean, this is her last chance to hit on the guy who works on the crew. And she's like, how about I just put you in that suitcase and take you home, honey? (laughs) (laughs) And they're like packing up the van. She's like, can I go pee first before we leave? Like she's taking this last moment with this guy. She's saying, let me make one more lap by Crafty. Get get one of those, (laughs) those granola bars that comes two in the pack and are all crumbly. Yes, the crumbles. Ugh. The and they crumbled. <laughs> um, so I uh, also like Ariana Gra- 
Grande being the classy girl that supports the queens yes. and the dolls and has always worshipped and, and given gays, lesbians, bi's, transgenders their spot yes. in her videos and her tours mm-hmm. by saying goodbye to Candy in the workroom, coming back and doing the pop-up and saying, hey girl, see you at the next one. Good job. Bye. She's very like, classy of Ariana. I thought you did such a good job. I just called you completely unmemorable, but um, I think you're great. I have a ponytail too. I loved when Ariana was like, as someone who wears their hair the same every day, I like it. Honestly, Ariana gave that back for Michelle and Ross, and it was great. And then RuPaul said, would you ever do gray hair? And I think Ariana fucking did since then. Yeah. Drag Race reference. There you go. Drag Race invented drag. Um, I would like to thank you for joining us, gentle listeners, for the Race Chaser Classic this week. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And we would love for you to write a review of our podcast on your podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe, please. Take a moment and leave us a rating, too, but only if it's a good one. We don't need to hear that shit. Yes. Dude, you don't want to mess with me. Um, me. I'm the wrong girl. (laughs) You can follow the dolls at Willow. At the only Alaska 5000, our Race Chaser account is at Race Chaser Pod, and our Mom Podcasts account is at Mom Mom Podcasts. Plus, we have bonus plus content available at patreon.com slash Willem. And you can search for the Race Chaser content by searching the hashtag Race Chaser. Oh, yes. Uh, And you can email us anytime. Let us know if you can make any sense of the gibberish lines um, at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. And for those of you that just hit the skip button, you're still listening. Congratulations. German tourists sometimes wear sandals. My monkey made you this potato salad. Bye. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Poem, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.